Court here. As always, this is not financial advice. This is all for entertainment purposes only. And, uh, yeah, it's been a while. So, missed you guys too. Uh, it's, it's been a good day. It's uh, Wednesday, July 20th. And we are good to go. We've we had a hell of a rally the last couple of days. And will it continue? I don't know. But uh, let's let's dig into it and find out. So as you can see from uh, the account here, the public account, it's been a good couple days. We're up over 21000 again. Uh, we were up over $1,200 today. And a lot of that is due to uh, TARK, T-A-R-K, which is a double leveraged ETF of the ARK fund. Uh, and that was up almost 10% today. At one point, it was up over like 12%. And uh, we were up roughly uh, $1,000 in it today. I want, oh no, not this. Palantir, we were up almost $1,000 in because we have a very large position in Palantir, about 1,200 shares. Um, yeah, it was nuts. I mean, between the that and Coinbase shot up, and it was up over 14% at one point today, and it still finished up over 11%. Um, sadly, I sold out of some shares to get rid of margin. Otherwise, I'd uh, have a lot more hefty gains today. <laughs> but such is life. Um, I was never margin called. I did all the margin removal of my own accord because with the interest rates rising and such, I mean, you're looking at an account like this well above 10% for margin. And it's, I feel like it's a better option if you have margin to get rid of your margin at 10% because that's 10% coming out of your pocket. You have to beat a 10% earnings. I mean, yeah, today we're up 6%. So it seems like it's easy peasy to beat a 10% over the course of, you know, annually. Uh, but you know, I'd rather rather not have to pay 10% annually of my gains, so I got out of margin, and you should too if you're in margin. Um, yeah, that is that's basically it. Um, and this other, so there a couple stacks you guys may not know that I'm in. Uh, Unity Software, I've been in for a while. Uh, bought it when it was around $35, and we were up today about $4, so that's nice. Up about 90 bucks today. Great, because we only have 20 shares. Wish I had more. But again, margin being what it is. Uh, Tattooed Chef up 29 cents today, 500 shares. That's up uh, 4.5%. Super great. And then this one, I'm actually, was the only thing really that was down today besides Avant Brands for me. And this is Symbotic Inc. And these are the people that make like robots for like restaurants and things like your McDonald's, like the people, this is the company that's going to replace like the burger flipping. Um, I bought 10 shares when it was around like 15 bucks, about another 10 shares today. Well, it was down. Uh, my average cost looks like it's somewhere in the neighborhood of just under 17 bucks. I plan on buying more of this, hopefully more than 10 shares at a time. Uh, but you know, money is money and when you get paid, you get paid. So I plan on increasing my position in this one because I believe that this is one of those future plays where this is going to be a company that just takes off. And honestly, if you think about it, if they keep raising minimum wage, a lot of these companies, whether it be a Burger King, McDonald's, a Taco Bell, they're going to just put in those order kiosks where you pick everything you want on a thing, 
it goes to the computer out back and the computer program tells these robotic arms or whatever or conveyor belts like okay we need this 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 pop them in so and or flip the burger add these things and the only employee in that store is going to be uh, like a cross between like a some type of electrical engineer to make sure the robots don't fail and customer service or maybe there'll be two i don't know but it's not going to be a full staff of minimum wage because if one of these robots costs me a hundred thousand dollars and i need three of them that's three hundred thousand dollars over the course of a couple of years they'll pay for themselves so really the only thing i'm going to have left is that soft basically you know either a software engineer electrical engineer that will service those robots for a hundred thousand dollars a year and that's going to be my only cost and these i mean these things will pay for themselves no problem versus paying five employees roughly you know 15 to 17 dollars an hour to do all this work that they can do and i mean let's I show you some quick math on that let's let's do this so you've got you have to have let's say a bare minimum five employees to run the restaurant and let's say it's 15 per hour and you have hours from let's say you're doing breakfast or something so like talk about those breakfast wendy's does breakfast burger king does breakfast mcdonald's does breakfast so let's say you're doing breakfast from six in the morning and you don't close until let's let's make this as as nice as possible for you know the low cost side so let's say they close at 10 o'clock so from six to noon is six hours plus noon 10 is another 10 so that's 16 hours of operation so 16 hours of operation monday through friday that's you know roughly that 240 that's okay i've done something wrong here so we've got 16 hours a day times five employees times 15 dollars per an employee plus so that's 1200 dollars a day that multiplied over the course of a week so seven days is 8400 bucks now let's say that you're closed down for or you're whatever for maintenance what have you for two weeks out of the year which i don't know any mcdonald's is closed for two weeks out of the year but let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt so this times 50 50 weeks in one year three machines have paid for themselves plus an extra hundred and twenty thousand dollars and that doesn't include any benefits or dental or anything else. Like, I mean, you're paying not just that $15 as an employer. You're also paying half the Social Security. You're paying insurance on these people. There's all sorts of things you have to do when you have employees that aren't incorporated in that $15. When someone employs you for $15 an hour, it's costing them closer to like that $20 to $22 range. So really, these things are saving you so much money, it's ridiculous. And so that's why I think that Honestly, over the course of the next decade, this company will do very well. And I will continue to add to it until it hits a certain price point, which I've got to do a little more research in it to decide that price point. But honestly, I feel like this is the wave of the future and that you will not see as many employees at your local drive throughs It's coming. It's coming fast. 
And keep in mind that $420,000, that is the low end. That's saying that there's two weeks off. There's only five employees. That's like two cooks, two upfront people, and one manager. I mean, it's probably more than that. If, you look, if you've ever looked out back of like a Wendy's or something when they're preparing your food, there's usually three or four people out back doing work. There's a drive-through person, one or two drive-through people, one collecting money, one delivering food. And then there's the two front people. You're closer to like seven or eight employees. So it, it costs a lot to run a business. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. That's why I've, I've done that. Uh, one share of the S S and P 500 ETF spy just to monitor it, bought it when it was around 400 bucks just to see where it's gone. Uh, Palantir took off today and, you know, again, we were up almost a thousand dollars on it, even though it only moved 70 cents because we have 1200 shares. As well as we bought a lot of, and we're down on these things still. Like, I mean, my average cost for Palantir, I've gotten it down because I've been buying shares. I got it down to about $11.32. So in another, you know, $1.30, I'll be profitable. Which I believe Palantir should be able to do when we finally get out of the bear market. But the question is, is this a rally? Is this, are we out of the bear market? Are we starting a trend to go up? Because essentially we've had, you know, economic decrease in our GDP twice in the last. So because of that, we are in a recession. I mean, the, when you have a slowdown and GDP decreases two quarters in a row, that is the textbook definition of a recession. You can add other things in there if you want, but that is the textbook. Easy peasy. Okay. These, this happened recession. That's, that's that. And honestly, uh, there was a graph someone put up somewhere that might have been uh, Jeremy from Financial Education about how all of the um, basically financial analysts and things agree that we are in a recession. And that's a good thing because we're going up now because once the recession hits, the pain is over normally, unless you go into a depression, which is four quarters. And with the macroeconomic trends that are still going, I don't know that we're done with the pain. I mean, it's nice that all the multiples have consolidated, condensed, so we don't have such high multiples uh, that we're paying for stocks right now. So that's nice. But we still have a lot of macroeconomic factors. The war in Ukraine has been going on for over six months. Uh, supply chains are still messed up. Jobs are starting to be lost. People are starting to lose their jobs in big tech and a lot of other places are starting to lay people off. Writing's on the wall there. Uh, you're going to see a lot of jobs, you know, get tossed. There's going to be cutting of, quote, trimming of fat. I don't like that term, but that's what they use. And because they there was an abundance of money, it was easy to get. And so they decided they would hire and then once the tightening cycle started with the Fed, that they would cut because it's not as easy to borrow money anymore. So that's when they would cut, you know, costs. And that's usually how businesses work. So if you have a job and you're worried about your job, I would highly suggest that you find multiple sources of income. I myself have just my job and I used to have a side business that I no longer have uh, because of COVID. Um, but I do tend to try and find odd jobs or things, you know, whether it be driving for Uber or, you know, uh, DoorDash, something, anything you can do to make yourself some extra money in times like these. 
to sock away or add your portfolio while everything's down substantially, or just make sure you have a reserve fund for six to 12 months at some at times like this. Those are the things you want to do to prepare yourself financially. So there's that. Uh, Planet 13 up today. It was up a lot more earlier. Um, not bad. Uh, this UPath is another company that I'll dive into when I am able to do that. Uh, so if you're with me and you've been watching these videos, uh, coming up in the next, I don't know, month or two, I will have a lot more free time and I will be doing a lot more of these podcasts. So bear with me while I just work on some stuff and I will definitely be updating you maybe not every day but multiple times a week because i will have the time to do it and i'm excited for that so with that um yeah that's basically the update on the portfolio i mean all the uh, indices were up today the uh, s&p the dow all of them and if you look now we can take a look at the futures um uh, they're all slightly down but that can change because it's only 7 30 uh so by tomorrow morning these could be this could be green it, again there's so they're so like insignificantly down right now that it's basically like they're flat uh but yeah here's hoping you had a green day too a couple green days this week and uh i hope it continues but i do believe that we are going to be watching a very i don't know this could be a week or two or even most of a month uh, where we see some green prices, but I don't think we're out of the woods yet. I think we may still see some more pain in the markets. And I'm not the only one. And there's a lot of stories out there that would tend to agree with me. Um, so, like, this was, like, written today about how we had all these tech stocks and, like, you know, those micro stocks and risk risk on day for sure. Uh, gaining momentum, S&P's up, everything's up. Uh, this is, you know, basically telling you, like, here's the winners. Uh, UnitySoft, you that I told you guys about that I own, Coinbase that I also own, I told you about, and Shopify were all up big. And, you know, this is all happening due to, and they're saying Netflix's earnings, which that's not the story. Here it is. Okay. Netflix was projected to lose 2 million subscribers and they lost less than 1 million subscribers. And now they're estimating that they are going to grow by about a million subscribers next quarter because next quarter is when people are going to start buying their netflix back like maybe they canceled it for the summer so summer's over they start buying their netflix so they can you know hunker down in the winter time and watch some tv um maybe i don't know but it's still slower growth than they're accustomed to so the slow growth is not a good idea uh joseph carlson actually iterated all these points in his show uh today and um they, I honestly bet against Netflix to beat the, I had a, I had a put on Netflix thinking that they would go down when they released it. Oh, we lost more than 2 million subscribers or, you know, their guidance wasn't good, but they, they pulled one out and they got there. So that cost me, you know, I did a, a very safe trade. I did, you know, the, the put debit spread, put credit spread, that kind of thing. Um, where I bought like a $197 put and sold the $192.5 put um, to, you know, hedge my costs in case it did go the wrong way. And then I sold out of it this morning because earnings were yesterday and I knew I lost. I, I projected the wrong the wrong way and 
I figured everything had been so beaten. It makes sense in hindsight that Netflix had been so beaten down from like the almost $700 that it was down to like the hundred and some odd dollar range that even if they didn't beat earnings projections that they might go up just based on like they're so far down though any time that we've had earnings recently in the last couple quarters you've seen like you could have stellar earnings and you're still gonna get crushed um so i figured we weren't out of that yet but this is different maybe maybe things are turning i can't tell you that i don't think they're turning for long i think this is a nice little you know post numbers rally of like everyone thinks that okay maybe the fed won't raise it a whole basis point maybe they'll raise it 75 maybe i, I don't know i can't tell you that's anyone who says they can predict the future they can't so there's only two things that are certain is death and taxes everything else is just gravy and so um this was another story that i found interesting was that um Berkshire Hathaway shares up over $400,000. And the reason why is essentially a FINRA rule for reporting partial share buys where it's the roundup rule. And essentially between uh, people buying such small amounts of shares on places like Robinhood and things, uh, they rounded up enough where there's thousands or hundreds of thousands of phantom shares that are, you know, sold, but weren't sold because they bought a partial share and just rounded up. And this this rule is being adjusted, I believe. Um, but right now, that's why all these things are inflated in such a way, or they were inflated in such a way, that it, it did a lot of weird shit to the market. And you may see some repercussions from this, depending on how it's fixed and when. And this is another thing that I, you know, Biden went over to Saudi Arabia to try and get oil, you know, the, the Saudis to get the U.S. more oil so we could reduce costs because everything ships on diesel or gasoline. Like that's those are the fuels that big, big rigs use. Those are the fuels that everything that transports uses. Um, And so that cost goes right to consumers because no one's going to lose money. Damn it. Especially during an inflationary cycle. So what happens here now is he went over there and he's like, hey, can you guys cut us, make us more oil, like get us more oil? And they said, no, no, we can't because screw you guys. I'm going home and I'm taking my oil with me. Um, And so oil is still over a hundred dollars a barrel could go up higher. And the clear and smart decision would be to unleash the u.s economy by unleashing oil that we have in places like the gulf in places like alaska and places like the midwest there's so much underneath united states soil that could be drilled that we're not drilling because of policies made by administrations and politics aside if you got rid of those policies you wouldn't see gas at four plus dollars you wouldn't see gas Hell, you might not have using gas at three plus dollars because we'd have so much in abundance and we'd have the infrastructure to put it anywhere. But that's not what they did because green initiatives trump your pocketbook. That's the short of it. They want thing. The pain is the point because they want green. And I'm all for, you know, conservation. I'm all for making sure that there's there's a future. I'm all for making sure that, you know, trees stay. 
I'm not for the expense of average Joe increasing 50 to 100% over the course of a year because you have these policies that are designed to handicap us in such a quick fashion. That's, that's not okay. And I don't think that anyone in power thinks these things through when they do it. I think it's more of a, oh, this is going to sound really good and this is a talking point. And so it, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. It's, it's not good for the average consumer. It's not good for business. And that handicaps us and you don't want that. So that's my two cents on that anyway. Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about today is crypto, which shot up dramatically. I mean, we were under $20,000 of Bitcoin. We got over $24,000, and now we're in the $23,000 range. Ethereum's at $1,500 when it was dabbling down in that $900 range, and uh, Cardano's at $49. It was up at $52, uh, but it's been down as low as in the 30s. So cryptos have started to come back, and I think that's why Coinbase shot up today. Um, we are a little bit negative right now, but Long term, I believe in at least those three coins, those three cryptos will do very nicely. Um, full disclosure, I do own a little bit of all of those and I will continue to own those. So yeah, all in all, so far so good this week and hopefully it continues. Um, I do have more content coming, so I thank you for everyone who watches and uh, we will be getting a lot more out to you. I still have uh, the the Greeks episode that I have to release for the uh, stock, uh, the options course, and that's still going. I'm still still working on that, still, uh, you know, working on the recording of that. So bear with me while I get these things out. And again, in another month or so, I'll have plenty of time to do all this and uh, it'll be it'll be fun. So thanks for sticking with me so far and uh, trade well and be safe.